Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to episode 259 of 4th and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime in the building. It's good to be back. It's good to be off the road. Uh, we're talking about how many, do the math, 32 hours of driving over the last week. Um, very, very well worth it. Uh, you know, you know. tonight we're talking about, you know, a little senior bowl recap. I'll go over some prospects that um, I really fell in love with. Uh, some some guys I'm a little down on. But um, overall, a big shout out to uh, Chris Malley. Um, just holding down on the road. Uh, also on the field, practice after practice. We were, uh, you know, it was kind of like uh, you had to like, you know, you look at this this player player position group. I look at this player position group, kind of like go over our notes. Uh, really, just a, a, a solid solid week. But we were just out there grinding. Um, I'm telling you, man. Um, shout out, shout out to Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl and the Senior Bowl staff. Uh, they put on a, a phenomenal event. If you haven't got a chance to go down there or you get the opportunity, um, it's it's a great event. And I, there's a lot of just a lot of little stories that I'll, I'll just tell throughout the, the show. But um, overall, just uh, a moment that I've been waiting for a, a long time in my draft geek history. So just the, the opportunity to be down there, see it for myself. Um, that was the one thing that, you know, I took from like, you know, you, you follow guys over over the history of me following the draft and you go by their word you know like there's guys mm-hmm. that you trust and you got to have you got to have your guys that you you trust but now that you're you got the opportunity to be down there <laughs> you can trust your own eyes so it's like you can use your own notes and, and kind of like make up your mind even faster than whether it being just reading something or watching something on youtube or you know all 22 or whatever but just being down there you get a different um feel for the atmosphere uh, the mental of some of the players just getting an opportunity opportunity to just talk to players and get your own little nuggets that no one else might not be getting. But um, I thought that was just a great experience. But um, yeah, man, the drive was insane. But it was it's cool. I think I'm a I could be a truck driver. <laughs> I, think I, I think I might change my career. Uh, but how how are you guys doing today? 
I'm I'm hanging in, man. I did uh, a fraction of the amount of driving as you did this past week. I uh, actually tried to once I parked my car in front of my house, I tried not to move it uh, for a few days. So I'm I'm on a completely different wavelength than you, <laughs> as far as being tired right now, dude. I feel for you. Like honestly, like I I was thinking about you on those car rides. I'm like, damn, he is. That's not one, but two solid consecutive days of all day driving to and fro. So that's, that's a lot, but it seemed worth it, man. I mean, you went down there and absolutely just kind of took over, bro. I mean, every, everyone uh, from, like, you, you were involved with the, the journalists down there. You were shaking hands with all the prospects. You got a lot of information, little nuggets uh, to hopefully share on this show. And I will say, I was, I was listening to 97.5 during the week. I was cracking up because there was one practice that ended up getting rained out, if I, if I do remember. <laughs> and, and uh there was there was a uh there was a beat writer that called into the mike missinelli show and he's talking about uh they're asking him what he's seen today and he had to say oh well you know all the reporters were locked out of practice you know we weren't able to get in so i got really no notes to drop on you today and that was the extent of the conversation meanwhile i'm texting gail i'm like yo so you're in the door right <laughs> Yo, because I mean, the situation was it was like, uh, you know, I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm like, you know, if, if practice is going to get canceled. Happy, happy birthday on the on air, by the way. Happy, happy belated, bro. Happy appreciate I was like, all right, if practice is going to get canceled. I guess I'll go to New Orleans tonight. Then uh, I shout out to Jacob Walker, who gives me the head, the tip. He's like, hey, don't come down here, dude. It's it's bad. Like you, you could. He's talking about it. New Orleans. Yeah, he because the storm was coming, so he's like, gotcha. "Don't come down there." So I, I we we reversed the like you know we go to a store. And me and Chris, is, yeah, me and Chris are sitting there like, "Yo, what what are we gonna do in Mobile, Alabama, right now?" I said, <laughs> "I said like, let's go. We're 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 going to practice." So you know, we get there and we just figure like, "All right, we're just you know." I mean, it's not like we were trying to like cause a stir or anything. Like just. We're, you know, we came down there to cover this event. So we, we just walked through and if they say no, they say no. So we just walked through and had a great time and just, you know, we had our Eagle stuff on. So it was like, you know, appreciate you, Miss Berging. Uh, so it was just you get this opportunity where you're sitting behind Andy Weidel at practice and you're really like, I'm looking at who they're looking at. Um, but you're also like standing next to Dan Marino and you're like, Dan Marino's to my right of me. Let's play cool. Um, the whole scouting staff's over here, you know. Todd McShay's roaming around. Um, the vibe and the energy was way different from being there day one and day two outside. In indoors, it was much more intense. I mean, every single, you know, every single GM is just lurking and sitting around, and their their crew is right there, and just every single draft analyst I respect is there. So I'm like, and then you know your boy sends me when your boy sends you a message that dude i see you on the espn coverage thing and like it's, it's just crazy and, and you know just looking at chris he'll be down that way and i'm just like looking at him like we're here uh, it, it, but, it does have to be crazy man i mean you're, you're just surrounded by nfl talent guys that are going to be taking over the league and like you were able to bump elbows with them i saw a video as well of you doing the uh what was that the field field goal challenge or Oh yeah, we did this little field goal yeah, challenge. Yeah, 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 that was that was that was horrible, bro. That was horrible. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be one to go ahead and call I, you I, out on that. I had through. I had four throws. 
Okay. Well, that was, you, that was you, my worst. You, you took the video of the worst throw then because when I saw that thing go wide right, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I had, like, that? I, had, I had like four throws. Uh, I came close on the other ones. But uh, shout out to Adam uh, Bolden. He's the uh, CEO of Sweat Clothing Brand. Hmm. Hooked it up. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice hat, dude. I like yeah. this. You're going to Josh Sweat up at the rim. I already <laughs> talked about it. I was like, yo, we need, you need to get Josh Sweat. He's like, I know, man. I already talked to him. Uh, but he, you know, he he's a fan of the Fourth and John show, and just randomly, I mean, this is the kind of thing as I kind of talk about. Like you just if you go out and experience things; things just happen. So we're at the Senior Bowl practice. He rolls up, dude. I, I saw you and Chris. Um, yo, man, I just wanted to say what's up. Yo, I'm Adam, and then we—it's like we knew each other forever, dude. So he's like, I've been listening to the show a long time. He's like, hey, man, let's, we should we should hang out. We end up hanging out the night before, and uh, we. Um, you know, he had, he had a photo shoot Friday. So with half the squad, I mean, talking like, you know, Jermaine Johnson was there, you know, Kobe Bryant, you, you, all, all the, like half the prospects were there. Um, and then, so we did this little gold, gold post challenge, 50, $50 buy-in, you know, not bad. I was like, whatever, I'll do it for the, uh, experience. Of course. <laughs> I thought I was going to catch it. I thought hey, he's donating. That's all. Uh, I mean, one guy on the side, I forget who it was, hit the goalpost three times, wasn't even playing with us. Wow. And I'm like, who are you? I'm like, um, but uh, yeah, draft profile. I was like, bro. Uh, but I mean, it was just like, um, you know, just watching them, uh, the camaraderie with the guys that just that they've developed over the last couple over the week was cool to see. You know, they, everyone had their little clicks and stuff. Jermaine Johnson, to the point, like, we all know I've been geeking over Jermaine Johnson over the last couple of weeks. And at that point, he was like, I don't have to do anything else. I'm getting on the bus. You know, I'll sign some balls, whatever. Like, I'm not playing in the game. His stock has risen to the fact that he might not even be there by the time we pick. So, And, and I'm glad that you brought up the picks uh, because I have – a, the question that everybody here is sitting here wondering, at least me. Um, we talked a lot about how this draft class doesn't really uh, glimmer with, with QB prospects. Did you, with your own eyeballs, see a QB down there that is worthy of taking in the first round? Uh, of the first round, yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, I didn't go down there I to, to, to look at QB prospects, but – uh, shout out to Malik Willis. Uh, Malik Willis was pretty for me. He's the guy that stood out the most. I, f- I felt like, um, you know, everyone while everyone talks about uh, Pickett, uh, nice shot of <laughs> nice shot of uh, uh, Chris. Chris. Yeah, um, you know, Pickett was Pickett was steady Eddie. Everybody knew what Pickett was, but um, I felt like Malik was the guy that had the most to to gain and. Now, like, what what was the most uh, impressive part about Malik's game? Is it his uh, his arm? He's his... got a cannon, dude. He's got an arm, bro. Like, he's just talking about, you know, he's got the rushing ability. Mm-hmm. He's got the legs. He showed that in Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. but then you see his cannon, and you're like, he's got a little laser. So, you know, I like I'm saying, I'm not 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 trying to start QB controversy over here, but it's enough that I was like, hey, man, if they fell in love with him then I could see how they could fall in love with his game. I mean, he's, he's got a, a, he's got a great arm. Well, man, look, I'm, I gotta say, I'm, I'm happy for the two biggest geeks that I know when it comes to the draft, man. I'm glad you guys were able to experience that whole moment. Um, I was following day by day, watching the photos, watching the videos and the content that you guys kept on putting. Uh, Chris was definitely having a ball. I saw that. 
Um, you know, I you're definitely the road warrior, bro. I mean, there ain't no other title to go ahead and give you when it comes to <laughs> driving. So, you know, I mean, and and I, I'm one to go ahead and tell you, I, I I don't I don't see it all because half the time or most of the time, my ass is sleeping while you're driving. So, you know, what I mean, I, I I can vouch for that. But um, uh, seeing all these prospects and these uh on the defensive side, that's the part that I'm most interested in. What defensive player really caught your eye? Now, you know, we're, we're big on trying to catch on linebackers, cornerbacks. I'm hoping that we go all defense on this draft. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're not the ones that make the decision. Which defensive player like, really stood out the most to you? Uh, I mean, I'll start off right, at, right off the bat. Um, it would be, you know, Jermaine Johnson. He he really wrecked shop. I mean, he talk about a guy who, you know, he, he's a transfer from Georgia. Uh, he also was from uh, Last Chance U. Uh, played at uh, uh, Indy over there. Uh, for him to go to FSU and become the guy he was, ACC Player of the Year, I really thought he made. Yo, know, talk about millions! Like when you, you talk about a guy, this is what, what the Senior Bowl was about. You go down there, and this guy has made millions for himself. I'm not. I'm not talking like one or two. He probably made himself like six million extra dollars just wow. by dominating the way he did. Um, the fact that uh, you know. You know, once you're on everyone's radar, it's it's like now now you're the name. Um, uh, but just it's it's funny because like we I got a chance to sit next to for the first half of the Senior Bowl, I got to sit next to the first uh, uh, first scout um, female scout in the NFL. Mm. Uh, shout, shout out to shout out to Connie. She was she was amazing. But talking about like the prospects she had on her radar, she's she's a retired. Eight, she's a t- retired scout, but she's there and she already has her people and she's saying names and you're saying your names back and forth. And she's like, oh, you know them or you yeah. or you you're up on him. OK, who's your sleeper? And you, so you get this like these little geek geek moments between each other and just like. But it's it's great to hear um, that she had some of the same people that I had on the radar. But Jermaine Johnson definitely um, made some money. Their guy, um, Boye Mafe out of uh, Minnesota. He's a guy that um I was you know I was well familiar of his story. He's got a great story. Um, really, just I think he made himself a lot of money. Like he he went from maybe a third round to maybe talks of you know the back end of the first with his strong play. Um, but definitely uh, he what had two sacks in the Senior Bowl, so I thought he played pretty uh, pretty decent. So you got a good chance to not only watch these guys play, but also to get to know them on a personal level. Um, was there any guys that um, kind of blew you away and like just based off the things that they said and where you had a takeaway of like, man, this guy is built for Philly? Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, I'm, I'm trying to say, trying to think. I know uh, we we made friends with the defensive specialist down there, Tariq Carpenter. He, he was just – he was like, he's a safety, but he, he's kind of like a hybrid player. Um, I think he'll have an opportunity to, you know, to. He's like kind of one of the hybrid dudes. Like he's big, got size, but he he's lean. But you know, Chris and him start sparked up a, a really good uh, rapport. Like they would, you know, you'd always see Chris. It's like, dude, you got on another outfit um, every single practice and stuff. Uh, I know Chris um, definitely had a good relationship. With uh, Logan Hall, Houston defensive uh, tackle, um, he gave him his gloves. His stock is up. He, he could be a first-round pick as well. 
he also talked about being on Talk to Prospect. So we're going to have a lot of guys coming in. But I thought he made himself some money. Um, there's UConn's Travis Jones. Uh, I think he 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 made himself a lot of money. You're talking about we, – we all talk about Jordan Davis from Georgia. But if you're talking about defensive tackles, maybe later after, uh, who, who might have been an afterthought, like this guy made himself some money right here. Um, Perry and Winfrey out of uh, Oklahoma, a guy he, who was he balled used, out in the Senior Bowl. Yeah, he's used as a, I believe a, a nose tackle over at Oklahoma, but the the, the scheme shift uh, down here in, in Alabama, he was blowing shit up. They couldn't mm-hmm. they like they couldn't block him. So uh, you're talking about guys that you know we're all talking about defense. Um, you know, he's a guy that we could bring in here. Uh, let's see. Um, Any safeties jump jump off the page at all? Down there, you know, safety's not not too much. I mean, uh, I mean, Woolen, a guy, he, he's got the length, dude. He's cornerback, big, big size quarterback. Um, he he played fairly well. Uh, Auburn's Roger McCreary, um, he's potentially a first round selection. We also linked uh, linked up with him before um, Senior Bowl week started. Um, Offensive lineman. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Zion Johnson, um, out of BC. Uh, he he's made it. He 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 actually had a really good practice. He played guard and center. Um, you know he 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 he's one guy that he's one that guy that could um, block Travis like this. He, he's Zion Jones. Uh, Zion Johnson, I think, made himself some money. Um, what about, I mean, if you're what- what about linebackers, man? Is there any linebackers that stood out? How about that kid from Georgia? Uh yeah, he was he was he was solid, man. Tindall, like, I think Tyndall was his name. He, he, uh, was it Tillard? I, I can't think. Of, I know. I can't think of his last name, but uh, linebacker from LSU um, had a good had a good uh, week. Um, talk about. I was talking about Chad Muma. I think he he was a guy that I was sleep. He was kind of. I was like he was like all right. This will be my sleeper guy that I'll check out. You know, he didn't have the best um, senior bowl. Like, I, I thought he, he, he – Chad Moom out of Wyoming. I thought he – you know, I, I I don't think he helped his stock, stock that much. Um, who else? Wait, while you're in that same vein of people that didn't exactly help their stock, is there anybody who diminished their stock, who came in real high, and then after the senior bowl had a, a poor showing and now they've dropped? Um, I also talked about the uh, the tackle from um, you know from Minnesota, Falele. Um, I thought he got beat by some edge rushers, um, some fast ones. Was he the one that uh, got put on his ass? No, that was um, was it Dinard, Denard, yeah, Evan Denard. Actually, I saw him at the bad name the, for Evans. <laughs> no, he, he he had a pretty decent day, but overall, I just felt like. Anyone going against Jermaine Johnson was was getting it. Um, who's the other guy? What, what was it? What was the question you were talking about? Linebackers. Oh, linebackers. It was um trying to trying to show some linebackers some love, man. You oh, know I mean, I... Let, let's talk about um the kid who like stole the show apparently based off the first couple of days. What about Christian Watson, man? Let's talk about that kid. I mean, you you guys were were like pumping him up heavy earlier in the week. Uh, what did you see that made you so excited? I mean, I, I was watching his tape before I got down there. Um, talking about a guy, you know, 6'4", got all the size, has the speed, 
of the fact that he kind of played. I mean, he played. You know, when you talk about small guys that can play big, like mm-hmm. he's a he's a big guy that can play small. So he's down there running in and out of his breaks. He got one of the best wide receivers on the uh, down there. Um, he was just making plays all day, whether it was rain or not. Like he went down there and did what he needed to do. That, that's another guy who raised his stock. Like he he made him. I love a so, small school wide receiver, man. Well, that's that's the, that's that's the thing. Like you're seeing him. I'm seeing him dominate um, at North Dakota, Dakota State. Now he comes down here against the SECs of the world, and he's out here. Doing his, doing, thing. His thing. Yeah. Yeah, doing his thing, and it's like no other. I mean, another guy, you know, you know, I fall in love with the uh, the small wideouts, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of myself, you know, a young, young uh, Gail Saunders out here. No, but he's he was five nine, one sixty five, like so. Uh, Calvin Austin the third, like no no one could cover this dude. Like talking about a guy who could come in, play special teams, a punt returner. Do you think Bro, that's a guy to pair up with Devontae Smith, though? Like, to have two smaller-bodied wide receivers, I don't know if it's a good formula. Well, I'm talking about, you know, if you how you feel about having a smaller guy to your unit that could be – when you're talking about versatility, right? Mm-hmm. This guy could come in, give you some punt return ability. He's got a punt return against Mississippi State, Mississippi State, where he – he he the he sees he knows the rule football IQ right he sees the, right. the football on the ground. They look at the ball. They don't really down the ball. He knows the rules, so he goes up to the ball while there's like five guys around. Steals the steals the football, takes it to the house to win the game. Like it's go check out Calvin Austin punt return play. Um, it, it was it's crazy. It's just like that that juice track speed. They couldn't cover him. Um, right. Um, Tutu Atwell got drafted in the second round. He's a small dude. I mean, this dude is telling you. We, we ran into some dude in Holiday Inn who coached with the Raiders or something, played with the Raiders or whatever. He was like, he's off our board. He was, he's was he been lazy. I'm like, who? Like, he said Calvin Austin third. I'm like, Yo, that's my dude. He's like, yeah, well, he's off our board. And I'm like, okay. But he just killed it the rest of the week. I don't know. I don't know. But um, hey, they're lost, man. Um, I got a friend who, uh, a high school friend whose son plays um, on the Rutgers uh, Knights. Um, Bo Melton, how was he? Like, did he uh, stick out? Oh, okay. Uh, We're getting Bo Melton for the talk to prospect. Um, See Gail's eyes light up there? Yeah, Yeah, he did. (laughs) I've been been watching a lot of Bo Melton. You're talking about a guy who, his arc arc was down here and it just went up. That's good. That's Uh, that's 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 what I wanted to see. Uh, I had mentioned I didn't mention any names on the last podcast, but that was who I was t- talking about. It and his his arc went up. So talk about a, a guy who can play inside and outside. You know, utility guy. He he made some he he made some money like the last couple practices. Um, shout out to my my guy. Um, I saw a comment about Greg Dulcich, the tight end from UC, UCLA. He had a he had himself a great practice. Um, and a great week. There's a lot of tight ends down there. Trey McBride of Colorado State. Um, there's uh, who else? Um, Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina was uh, was was great. I think there's it's, it's a deep class to get a tight end. If you wanted to get a tight end, I would not be mad at you. Um, let's see who else. Jake Ferguson had a, had a good good uh, 
performance out there. Jeremy Rucker as well. Um, but uh, I wanted wanted to shout out um, Shakir. I mean, Khalil Shakir, uh, one of my boys uh, prospects. He works for agency. And it was funny because we we're, were supposed to connect down there. Right. So like it was like, but, you know, I'm in this bar called it's called Veets. It's like this bar where every body goes to like if you want to have a drink with uh mark brunel you probably do that like if we saw him like three times there um the whole coaching staff's there all the scouts are there all the uh, analytics geeks are on one side uh you have your football guys on the other side you have former players like antoine randowell it's like year old Gales going to hand in an application there, man, <laughs> at that restaurant. You know, even Rappaport's in there, like Albert Breer, Jeff McLean's of the world. Like it's the it's a meeting of like all these like different uh people in the industry. Um, I'm playing, we're playing pool, and Antoine Randall comes up, hey man, who got next? I'm like, What's fucking Antoine Randall L, bro? So <laughs> so I see him on the field the next day, and I was like, dude. I said, uh, bro, you never came back, man. He's like, I was like, you, you, you ain't got game. He's like, oh man, I just want to play. But, um, so, so I'm glad you brought this up. Cause like, I, I'm interested in the dynamic of what it's like down there during senior week. Uh, it seems like it's much more relaxed for the coaches and scouts uh, after the practices end. But do you have any idea about what these players are up to when the practices aren't going on? Like how are they filling their time? Um, are they just going back to the rooms and chilling or pretty much they, they're right laying low, you know, they, uh, I know they were, you know, you know, some guys are playing video games, trying to relax a little bit, but I think, uh, some, some of them said the food was whack. <laughs> they're like, oh, yo, really? can you, well, a couple of the guys were like, yo, can you get some barbecue? And I was like, yo, I'm about to, like, I'm about to, I was like, yo, so were they, were were they just relegated to food from the hotel? Was that all they were eating? No, I probably they had, you know. They had their senior bowl catered food. Yeah. Well, but Evan, if Evan, Evan brings up a good question because I was curious myself, like you guys being there, and, you know, with these kids and everything, and you know, their kids. What was their like mentality? You know, what I mean, like just being on the field, like their attitude. You know, what I mean, because I, I'm just, I'm just curious. I mean, we're talking about these these kids coming into the NFL. This is the future. You know, with a lot of the the, the bullshit that goes on, we're talking about Antonio Brown. We're talking about you know certain players that just don't know how to act knowing that they've been in the league for so long and they still to this day don't know how to act like that's just the other thing that i'm pretty sure scouts and everything pay attention to the players mentality coming into the league um well the coach from the jets um salah he was saying that um now you can hide some of this stuff at the combine you know you come in perform it's a couple days it's like very you know it's still intense but uh he said you can't hide your mentals from senior bowl week because you get to see how they process the plays, how they learn, you know, some of their character over the, you know, over, uh, you know, a whole week. It all he's like, it'll come out in senior bowl week. So the fact that they got get their hands on them, see their practice habits, see how they are. I felt like you, you definitely see which players are mature. You see, yo, I mean, some of these guys are, you know, they're just nervous, like. You know, like they get in front of the media, like some of them aren't as well spoken as some others. Some of them, you know, some of them, it's it's fairly new, especially if you're a a guy from a smaller school. The SEC guys are like polished, you know, like guys that are, you know, are are, are super polished. I mean, Malik had a good rapport about him. Kenny Pickett was he was the man, you know, like 
Yeah, I think there's uh, like classes during the day for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I probably do. I think how I think Howell was a guy who came in. He he just I I think people thought Sam Howell. You know, some people were up and down on where he was. I thought for who he, how he's been talked about, I felt his stock went down a little for me. For me. I mean, I'm I'm kind of getting that. I, I know that you were talking uh, big about Malik, but I'm kind of getting that vibe across the board from the like. I just we've we've been talking about for a year about just how this class lacks a, a QB talent, a, a legit QB talent. But will Malik even be there by the time we're picking? I mean, yeah, there's a chance he might not be. Uh, he's, all right. So he then, if we're if we're stuck with the bottom of not, I don't want to say the bottom of the barrel. If we're stuck with. <laughs> lesser product i mean is, is there is there anything worth going for beyond malik like yeah, the, for me like i mean i i feel like am i gonna like draft pick it i'm that's not really what i'm trying to go for like i feel like if we're gonna you know they said the, who is the quarterback that they said that they were looking at or they they spoke with carson strong mm-hmm. carson from strong, nevada yeah. like for me like everyone's talking about his arm yeah he's the arm talent his deep balls were all over the place. Um, yeah, you know, he flashed. He's got the gun. He, I heard his knee was... Sounds really similar to another Carson, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... like I, I was in like accuracy really wasn't all that great during senior bowl, neither. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I think Desmond Ritter, during the week, his practices were a little... I saw ball placement things that, that I was trying to see that... You know him clean up at Senior Bowl. Then come game time, he looked great. Mm-hmm. He had a good, he had a, a good Senior Bowl. He looked good inside indoor practices. Um, some guys got stronger as the week went on, but you know Carson Strong threw up some like punts, like when he, like they were deep, but they were just like um, I believe he did throw an interception in the Senior Bowl. But I, I was trying to keep tabs on Howie and and uh, Sirianni for a little bit. Any, uh, as I was just about to ask you, any Uncle Donnie sightings down there, or do you talk at all with any Eagles personnel? Get in, get in their ear at all? Uh, no. Like I, I did hang out with um, Chris McPherson and uh, um, Fran Duffy and Tommy Loyler was there with Jimmy Kemsky, the the meme god. Mm-hmm. Was down there with Mike K. Um, I was I was I, I spoke with Kemsky. I watched half of the practice with Kemsky. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was just, it was definitely interesting just to be like, all right, we're here. Were his, were his notes full of stick figures? Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were passing beams back and forth. But, <laughs> but the other thing, we were sitting in the rain. Like, mm. we we're soaked. Like, there, you know, there wasn't we, indoor practices or anything? Uh, Just one. Just the one just that one. got and that. The they, they brought it inside. But then yeah, yeah, yeah. all these scouts are here, like, yeah, we get to see Kenny Pickett throw with the, in, 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 with, you know, with the wet ball, like, cause they want to see that. And he had, he didn't have a good practice. He yeah, did not yeah. have a good practice in the rain. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least they got uh, but then, them. but then he stepped it up from, uh, you know, Indoor. for the rest of the practice. Uh, we saw a, a bucket challenge where they're, they're trying to throw the ball in the bucket. It was, uh, I think it was Zappy and it was Sam Howell first Malik. And then Malik won that. He hit the, he hit the bucket twice sailed one but he came the closest but you also got to see the rest of the team was they were trying to make the other guys mess up and then they when malik came on they were like Shh. so he had the whole team rooting him on so it was malik was a, he was a little he i think malik was a rock star down there um 
Well, one thing that I feel like is kind of being understated in this entire offseason is I think ultimately by the time this next season starts that the Eagles are going to end up moving on from Miles Sanders. So that's going to be a hole that we're going to have to fill. Um, any running backs down there that you think are worthy of grabbing? Uh, I mean, Brian, Brian Robinson Jr. He's a rocked up dude. Like he's a guy that if you, want, if you want James Robinson. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know about that one, okay. but Brian Robinson, he, he's rocked up. I thought he had a solid week. If you're looking for that power, he could be that guy. You know, I've, we, we heard some hints about four net interest or something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. But I felt like um, Ford from Cincinnati, he had he had a baby. So he missed out on a couple of practices. But he was also a Alabama prospect who it was so stocked at Alabama that he went to Cincinnati to get yeah. some playing time. So his, his, you know, I think, you know, congratulations for having a baby, but I thought, um, who else down there was the, like you uh, should have had your ass at the fucking senior bowl. <laughs> I, yeah, I was telling, I, I, was, no, I, was, I was telling Chris, like somebody, some football guys can be like, you know what? If I was me, I would have stayed and let my, my wife have birth, you know, without me. There was a, there was a player last year that did that. I believe it was like, Two years ago, Kalen, I think Saunders or something. He had a baby, but he his wife. And then, and then you wife, got scouts making mental notes. That's like, all right, willing to lead this family. <laughs> yeah, it was like football guy. I mean, but that that is a, that is a real thing though. Those guys are looking for football dudes out there. Anyway, from Iowa, catch your eye. I'm not trying to think who was down there from Iowa. There's a lot of dudes to like follow. That's the problem. Like, you either got to go back. And like rewatch practice like three times, or just like it, it's it's crazy. Yes, Mark, we are we are battling with the Kuipers and McShays of the world, but it, it is funny, like because like you know PFF guys were there, and they had, they had their presence, you know, and everyone's like, oh, oh there's PFF guys, or like is it, there's is it, there's draft network guys. It was this like, is it clicky down there amongst the various networks? I, I think there's a little click, everyone, body, every, but you, you know us, we're just like, go with the flow. And yeah, again, yeah. I'm sure somebody from Philadelphia media looked at us like, oh, they let you guys in here? Like, I mean, yeah, we, we, we were the ones that got to attend every practice. I mean, I'd be looking at us that way too. It's <laughs> like, but bro, like, again, like it's, it, it's, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't, like we're at, we're, we're out here trying to have fun and cover it like we want to cover it, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just cool. I saw um, Mark had a question. He said, who's your favorite person you met down in the dirty South besides the dude who made the barbecue? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I was, I think I was, I was going to tell the story, but my, uh, my boy, Derek Hawkridge, he's an agent. Um, he, he's been, and the funny thing is he wrote, he was, I used to work with him on my former site, skinny post. And I used to see his, his takes all the time. I'm like, bro, you got it. You can be somebody in this, in this football uh, world of uh, whatever, whatever you want to do. And him and his buddy used to create content. His buddy went on, uh, Justin Lum, who went on to uh, the Raiders media, won an Emmy there. Now he's with Arizona. He's a Fox reporter, Justin Lum, investigative investigative reporter. So I'm just, I'm supposed to bump into, I'm, I'm supposed to get up with my boy, Derek. Of all places, I run into him at Beats. I just, walk up to him i'm like bro 
can I get your autograph? And he turns around. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what are you doing here, man? He's like, and I knew it. I knew he, what he was doing down there. I saw his prospect, Khalil, um, Khalil Shakir, who's also going to come on, talk to prospect, nice. um, down there doing his thing. And, and it's cool to see that, that, that growth of, like, your friends that are who follow your dreams, become an NFL, NFL agent. Now here we are in a bar in random mobile alabama talking about just his prospects yeah. yeah and just the fact that like so he calls his boy justin he's like yo look who's here and i'm, I'm like justin what's up and it's just like you know it, it's just crazy but Small um world type of thing yeah oh linder bomb was not at the Senior bowl but uh i know he's a he's a very he's a, a, a top he's a topic of conversation amongst eagle fans yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. starting to think he's not going to reach us with all the the talk that goes on around him. He, he feels like he could be working his way up the draft board. Yeah, I mean, that's the funny thing. I know we, we we're going to talk about um, – I mean, we can geek it out and talk about senior role all, all day, but um, I know it, it's, it's a whole idea of like after the senior role is over, you start to figure out the stock and who who's risen and who's fallen a little bit. I. I've, I've officially come to the conclusion too that there's no way in, in any possibility that we use all three first round picks. By the way, what one or two of them will be traded, R- regardless of who it's for. I just don't see any plausible possibility of us using I, three first round picks in the same. I draft. I certainly agree. <laughs> now, when you, when you when you say that, is that via moving up for prospects in the draft or trading them away? Um, I see I see the latter being more of a possibility. While there is guys that like are worthy of going and getting in the top 10, I think that Howie ultimately values future draft picks over, you know, like I, I think that it, like a trade to move back and acquire something in the draft next year or acquire more picks later in the draft this year is a much bigger possibility than moving up personally. Hmm. Do you think that there's anyone that they move into the top 10 for? I mean, you know, everyone's like, oh, Kyle Hamilton. Like, you know, people will put out these, like, they'll put out these 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 tweets when they'll talk about, like, Kyle Hamilton falling. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, dude, dude's, like, talking about game changer. You talking about. I mean, every mock draft, he's, like, top four. Yeah, like, his, his skill set is just, like, that's, like, unicorn shit. Like mm-hmm. and then Devin Lloyd and like Nicole Dean. How many times are Eagle fans going to say those names? But you know they. We're talking about a team that won a Super Bowl with like Najee Good playing, and and um, what's the name? Nigel Bradham. Nigel Bradham. Guys like that. They, if they can win a Super Bowl with those guys, yeah. talk about value. Yeah, they value the trenches. So we all know. I, I thought it's, Nigel Bradham was kind of decent, honestly. Oh, I, like I mean, no, but I, I'm saying I like they, Nigel Bradham. But, but they didn't, but, but they didn't draft him in the first round. Like he, they got yeah. him as a free agent, so you can get a free agent linebacker and bring him in here, and that would be cool. But Devin Lloyd, you know, he's not Micah Parsons. Nicole Dean is not Micah Parsons. I don't need a Micah Parsons, man. Micah Parsons is like well, well, the best people, defender in the league. I just people, need a, a, a good fucking linebacker. That's yeah, all I'm people, asking for. But I'm seeing on the timeline people are like, oh, he could be a Micah Parsons. No, he's not. No, no, no. Nope. No. <laughs> he's not. He's not. That's that's 
I just feel like we all know that they don't value linebackers like that. They value the trenches. So I'm looking at defensive ends. I already, I've already, I've already took linebackers off my like your three mock. Yeah, that's the, the, first the, that's the like, smart thing to do, honestly, because it's realistically no in Eagles history. We we cover every single Eagles draft that happens. Well, I'm certainly not happen. looking. Yeah, and I'm certainly not looking to get a linebacker in the first round. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just a linebacker, though. We, we need it. Yeah, we need I it, wouldn't so. mind, bro. I mean, I, I know that you were talking to uh, Browns people down there, weren't you, about my boy JOK? That was the dude I was fucking vying for hard last yeah. year. <laughs> that being said, obviously, I'm happy with Devontae Smith, but yeah, he's a good player, man. And, like, the, the hype around him was real. He ended up having a good rookie season. Yeah, I mean, all, the second round, it was either Landon Dickerson or JLK. Yeah. But I know I know Ev still, still hurt about that one. But, I mean, I think that hey was man, Ev's I'm, first. I'm, like, I'm happy to have Landon Dickerson. Don't get, I think he's the guard slash center of the future. Um, but that doesn't mean that JOK couldn't have been the linebacker of the future as well. True that. I mean, I like that, that hybrid style. Of, you know, it's just the, the fact of the matter is, like, they don't value the position like we do as fans. I mean, look at our look at the way our, our our defensive ends are set up right now. Like, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, Mr. Pinga down here is talking about, you know, I mean, it, that's a it, it's a good thing for our guys to play in the same system. It's not mm-hmm. it's not they're they're going to have to learn something over if he doesn't come back. So if the fact of the matter is Gannon gets himself some better players in the middle of the field. It could be a different scenario. It could be I, another corner, another. I really think a corner has to be one. Of, like, if you use two of these three first-round picks, I already said just five minutes ago, I don't think all three first-round picks are being used. But if you use in a trade to acquire, like, a cornerback or who, whatever, we need a cornerback that's a first-round value quarterback by the end of this draft, whether it's acquired through a trade or in the draft. A first round corner to pair up with Slay, dude. That's that's huge. Well, they're talking about sauces gaining more attention now, maybe than Stingley. Like some that's people are throwing out there, but sauce is up there now. Like um, I think uh Booth, Andrew Booth as well. Booth as well. Like so depending on who they feel fits the scheme better. Like those that those picks right there, you get me either of those guys, I'm good. You know what I mean? Are you happy with McDuffie? Um, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather go this route. Or if you're going to go later, uh, another guy that we bumped into down there, Joshua Williams, Fayetteville, um, the only D2 prospect to get into the senior bowl. And I sat next to his teammates down there and they, I'm like, so I look over to my left. I'm like, are y'all the J will fan club over here? Because y'all are hype. And they're like, thought, oh, actually, we play with Joshua Williams, man. That's a, he's actually, man, he's the best player ever, man. He's he's so humble. He's, and I'm 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 getting all these nuggets. It's like, yeah, it's the track speed for real. And they're like, yeah, he never loses. He's he's always the fastest guy on the field. But he's a long corner. So like, if you're looking at, I just mentioned uh, my guy Tariq. I think he he he's a guy that is ball. ball Big corners, you can you can find. Uh, there's a couple corners in the draft. You can get them uh, mid round, um, but I think Sauce would be like that. Would be it. That that would be like that. Definitely would be it. <laughs> like Sauce and Slay. 
Come on, man. That's it. That already sounds that's, great. That's to exactly me. what I'm saying, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you have to trade one of those up to get a sauce, I think I would do it. I think I would as well. If, if that means that you're locking down the corner position for years to come, that's totally worth it. Now, we, we all talked about Lindebaum recently, uh, but then you look at Zion Johnson, uh, maybe later if they want to trade back. He, you guy that can play guard. I mean, you, I mean, do you guys want to tackle in the in the in the first round? If it warrants it, Not do you feel? I mean, do you feel like our, our 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 unit needs a potential? I think that we have to start thinking beyond Lane Johnson. I think that his clock is ticking just because he's getting older. But I think that just based off of all the other holes that we need to fill immediately. I would be happier with an interior offensive lineman rather than a tackle at this point. I I I would be patient enough to wait for the later round. Well, maybe like a second or third for that. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I you know. But like I tackles towards the top of it, like you want to tackle <clears throat> a top tier tackle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like they yeah, they yeah, go yeah. in the draft early, and then it really starts to, you know, get more in the risk range. Uh, the deeper you get into the draft with tackles. Although, with that being said, we hit them in the rough in our in our Aussie King. <laughs> that doesn't happen every time, though. <laughs> my my boy uh, Ray, shout out to Ray. Go check out his YouTube channel. I bumped into him down at the convention center. Uh, also a Dallas fan. I'm not gonna hold that against him, but awesome at breaking down prospects. So make sure you check out his YouTube channel because he he also has the sauce. Uh, he's a big fan of sauce down there, but definitely if you want to see some prospect breakdowns, check out his channel. Um, Matt was talking about Slay opposite of Russell. Uh, hey, hey, Russell came on, man. Like a second stint in, in Philly. I don't know about that. It, it, it's not yeah, good. yeah, Prime. yeah. But he did have a good year in Green Bay. <laughs> um, Mark says, "Do you like the cornerback from Florida?" I think you're talking about. Uh, Liam, um, I'm not sure about that. I'm like I said, if I'm going corner, I'm getting I'm getting the one. You know what I mean, I'm getting the one. You got to do what you got to do, man. Just like Evan, he's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to go to work. Uh, he he's a man with, that wears many hats out here. Now, Prime, would you feel? Why would you feel about bringing back Russell? I'm you know I'm I'm a fan of Russell. I wasn't really you know, have, too excited of the fact that we let him go. Um. I felt like, you know, we uh, closed the door on him a little bit too soon. And you see the outcome that he had. He had a great year. I mean, now, maybe it was just the the, the the system. He had a better system going on for him in Green Bay. I get it. And, you know, that happens to a lot of players, especially a lot of players that leave our organization and go to other ones. So, um, but I don't know. Second stint, maybe coming back and playing under John, Jonathan Gannon's uh, scheme. Not say that he could go ahead and be the same, but – I, I think there's definitely uh, a whole lot more talent, especially coming in the free agency. I mean, I know we're talking about sauce and that would be the perfect scenario, but you know, there's free agency market is also looking good. when it comes to uh, some of these DBs. Um, I, I recently saw a safety that uh, played with Darius Slay. Yes. Sir. Andre Diggs out Andre there. Diggs, yeah. Saw that. Uh, he dealt with a, uh, he broke his fibula. fibula. Um, he had some ankle surgery as well. I think he should be. It's a four. It's it was a successful surgery. The fact that you can bring in a guy like I mean, they're like 
friends friends off the field like that's like they played together with the lions um but he got injured week 18 so i feel like you know if they feel like he's healthy they want to start the the uh, brotherly love bringing you know i, I like the thing i like 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 about slay he's out here recruiting yeah he's i almost see like, that he's, he's, he's almost like a recruiter yeah he was definitely recruiting a lot at the pro bowl and he mentioned digs uh quite a bit um so yeah i mean it, it would be nice to go ahead and see that uh combination because that to be honest with you after the fact that he had mentioned it uh i started went and started looking at some videos of them two in, in detroit and yeah those two held it down so i mean like hey you bring that collaboration over to philly that could be very useful oh, oh my, my adam michael gibbs says out of these three if all available booth mcduffie or mccreary which way would you go i think um i'd have to go booth uh booth booth's the guy that uh you know he comes down and he, he's a he's a firm tackler. Uh, he, he's got some size. I take him. I take him out of, out of uh, the three. Um, Mr. Pinga Pinga says, uh, "Will they trade trade for Mike Miles Miles Sanders?" I think he meant to say Miles Sanders. Will yeah. they trade Miles Sanders? I, there's a, there's a, hey man, there's an opportunity. If Anything they don't feel, is possible, man. Because <laughs> look 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 here, right? If it's his last year before of his deal, right? If they feel. Like they're not going to, a, give him a deal, b, can turn it around. His value is pretty much. You need to start running back. Here you go. Trade. I like it. It's not like we're on the hate Miles Sanders trade because we love uh, Miles Sanders. Know. It's just a matter of like, you know, it's weird right now. And we got all. It's the business, man. It's just the way the business goes. Go get yourself another running back in the yeah. mid rounds and. Have had it, and then I mean, a lot of people were definitely more uh, big on Jordan Howard, um, the way he was running the ball, and you know Boston Scott held his. And hey, I mean, you had mentioned it not too long ago. There, there's a little bit of chat of uh, uh, Fournette. You know, I mean, who's to say that doesn't happen? I, I mean, so hey, there is a potential for Miles Sanders to either uh, be traded or you know let go, and then, you know we could probably see him in a different uniform come next season. Now I see that uh we have uh who is this who is this talking about uh yeah Adam Michael Gibbs uh, talking some really good draft topics in here Kenyon Green has been mocked to us here and there as well you're talking about a guy he you you're talking about a guy that could take over that role as as guard for us um he's played I think he's played uh tackle as well so you talk about that versatility that they like Kenyon Green could be a guy no one gets ever no one gets over excited about um interior offensive lineman. Like throw throw a you throw a throw a Zion Johnson out there from BC. No one's gonna be like, ah you know you you, you mentioned you mentioned uh Kobe Bryant uh, earlier, but I mean like you didn't really like touch upon anything. Like what was it like seeing him? Like did he shine? Did no he he, he, he shine I'm I mean he, you know he gets he was actually at the uh the photo shoot that we went to for sweat and and I'm looking at him because it's hard to like you either got you study their faces, but it's I did study most of their faces because <laughs> because when you're down there, you got to you got to like figure out who's well, you're there all week, bro. So, you know, I, so I mean, so. It, it did work to our advantage when we were out there roaming, roaming around like, oh, that's so and so that's so and so. But I was just like looking at him like and then uh, yesterday I was like, oh, that was Kobe Bryant. Right? I'm like, um, but yeah, he he. He had a solid week, but I, I I felt like some players did get off on him. You know, like I seen, I posted a, a catch with Christian Watson 
in the rain, you know, just, yeah. you know, get, got it off on him. So, I mean, overall, I mean, he, he had a solid uh, week, but I, I definitely do have to go back and watch more intently on some of these routes. Like on my phone, I have about, I'd say about a hundred reps on my phone that I'm still going through. Um, now, Sean Patrick uh, is talking about people talking about Linderbaum, but centers rarely get taken first round and hardly ever in the top 15 and 20. But I think if you look at Linderbaum's game and the fact that the way he moves, I mean, you know, can can you can he be a guy that can can get beat up by bigger bodied DTs? Because I mean, he's they say he's a little light, but 290 or something. But if you see that mobility and he fits in the scheme. He's got a mean streak to him. You know, he's a guy that uh, wrestled up in weight class in high school. He's He's got a mean streak to him. Ask Tristan Worst who beat him in a, in a state championship. Hey, I mean, it's something that we definitely have to go ahead and touch upon because, I mean, we still don't know what the outcome of Jason Kelsey is going to be. So we got to be prepared, you know, for that situation. Did you hear his, uh, a couple quotes that made it sound like he might come back? No, I really haven't, man. Yeah, uh, he, he made a couple that, quotes I mean, out there. That's good to hear. I mean, I would love to. Go I, felt, I, felt, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt after reading. Yeah, well, that's good because I mean, I would definitely love to bring that man back. You know, what I mean, and look, you bring up the the, the perfect person for today because I mean, four years ago he had one of the most epic speeches. You know, what yeah. I'm saying Prime got his Super Bowl gear. Yeah, he got I, got, I was there in the flesh at the Super Bowl at the parade. You know, what I mean, so I was, was on the left. That was there on the left side. Um, now Sean says my first three picks would be Sauce one. We all we all can agree on that. Best pass rusher available. Um, you talk about Jabo from uh, Michigan. You talk about now our beloved Jermaine Johnson. Who I don't you know. So who's who would be your second or third to to go to? Because you know. Let's just let's just keep it 100. Johnson's not going to be there for us. I mean, th- he could, oh, but okay. um, they're, they're you know the you know the the draft rumor stock kind of stuff. Everyone's like, oh, he's top ten now. Like he he might even be better than Aiden Hutchinson. Like everyone like it's. I just think he displayed all that all all what he needed to do. At the Senior Bowl, um, you got you got Walker, um, hey man, we 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 saw. Maji Sanders from uh, Cincinnati. If you go check him out from Cincinnati, he's a guy that you can get later. Um, uh, Laquetta from uh, from Penn State had a had a good had a good day. Uh, who else? Um, Kingsley. Kingsley. I was just getting ready to say Kingsley. In uh, I saw a If I'm butchering his name, I'm sorry. From uh, <laughs> South Carolina. His stock is up. He was also down there in the throwing challenge with me. He he was down there. He did not win. I'm not sure uh, if you mentioned Zach Carter. Was Zach Carter? How how, how did he look? You know, or, I didn't get I, uh, Zach Carter. I'm, yeah, I'm, defensive line. No. Um. Let's see. Uh, oh, he also mentions Trailer Burks. That, that's another topic of conversation. The Wider receiver. Um, we 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 always know we have Devontae Smith, the route guy in the building. We also know we have Jalen Rager in the building. We also know we have Quez Watkins in the building. Um, 
we all look at the Super Bowl teams, one, two, and three. You know, I mean, you want to think about building up this group. Traylon Burks, a guy from Arkansas who's got the size, he's got the speed. Look at the uh, – look at it. Well, I think what he ran like a little uh, – it was either an angle or a curl against Alabama and just took it to the house. A guy that big should not be moving that fast. Um, I, you know, it, it's it's very interesting. Uh, you got to check out – you got to check out um, Traylon Burks, man. Yeah, I mean, because look at size. Like we all talk about bringing in a guy that has – size opposite of Devontae Smith. You know, I'm totally I'm totally with that. You know? So in the wide in the wide receiver category besides um that was there was there anybody specific that pretty much stayed consistent within that week? Or was it like a up and down with all of those guys? No, I'm just gonna say Christian Watson and Calvin Watson were the most Calvin Austin were the most like consistent. Um a guy I was looking at later Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, big body target. He's not like flashy, but you know. But if we're talking like draft first round, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, talk about a guy. He's he could do it all. Um, definitely a guy who's got can get separation. He's got explosiveness. Um, definitely has. Um, you know, you you talking about what kind of guy you want in here? You want like yeah. a three level? You want like you want like a a, a three level threat? Uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah, see, I'm what? not, I'm not, I'm not big on the whole, I'm not big on the whole flashy guy thing. Uh, just give me somebody like you see if there's somebody that I can compare on the type of wide receiver I would love to have again. I'm gonna go back to Je- J- Jeremy Macklin. That dude, the way he came into the into the league, the way he came into our into our team, he was just smooth. You know, what I mean, as the years went on, his swag started getting, but I mean, he was just smooth with it. So it was just like. I love seeing him play, and that's the type of wide receiver I would love to bring back into the team. That style. <laughs> He's like, I want you to be quiet. I want you to make plays. That's it, I want man. you to have no issues off the field. <laughs> Stay uh, off social media and all that other shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's and again, this is the great part of like being at the Senior Bowl and the people that you meet. You get a you get a chance to meet like you know the most random people. Like I uh, shout out to Michelle, she's like the assistant um, to Lincoln Riley. Like you know he's the head coach of he's a guy that could have got a job at the Cowboys if he wanted. Like the Eagles, I believe, interviewed Lincoln Riley, or they're trying to get Lincoln Riley to come coach. Like the fact that she, (laughs) I, I linked up with her. Um, we're in, we got a chance to talk about um, a prospect that, you know, a lot of people were t- talking about Drake London, got the size, got the basketball resume. And I, I'm trying to like get the, cause it's, you know, it's Drake London. Um, it is um, Traylon Burks and it is, it is um, my fucking brain is dead after this week. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio state. Those are the names that you're going to, if someone's going to talk about wide receiver, those are the kind of, kind of names. But Drake London, where's number 15? Like, 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 number I'm trying 15? to, who wore number 15 at USC? Oh, you talking about Nelson? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, he led, he led the, he led the uh, nation in contestant catches, 19. Who, who led the nation in contestant catches? 
who also plays for the Eagles. J. Jaw. <laughs> he, he had 19. But regardless of that, regardless of that, Drake London is a guy who's uh, – he, he literally went to USC to also play basketball and play wide receiver. So he's got that ability to, like, be – I love the name, too. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it's perfect. Drake London. It sounds like a, like a, a RB <laughs> rapper, like you know, exactly. Drake London's next album coming out. <laughs> no, but – so I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Michelle, and, and, you know, she's, like, you know, just talking about what such a good dude he is. You know, he's a – He's a great dude. He's not out here like flashy. You know, he's out here just doing the work. So it was just like, you know, he's got this uh catch radius that and you know they, they you know the analytics folks might might tell you like, hey man, if he's 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 making contested catches, you know, that means he's not really separating. But hey, go back watch it. Go go back and watch Drake London. He's a he's a vacuum out there. He gets a lot of targets and you know he's with a matched up with a good QB. He's, he could be the, that big body target that you're looking at for. I, he, he dealt with injury. That's why he's still getting mocked in the first rounds, even though he dealt with the injury. But um, Jason says, uh, how about um, uh, Ridley or Adams? Yeah. I'm glad you just mentioned those two and not the other one, because I mean, I'm not big on the, on the, yeah, big on Allen, nah. Allen Robinson. Nah, uh, you know, um, this guy messed that up for me, man. Alfred, Alshon messed that up. I don't want no more Chicago Bear guy. Coming. It's like that, man. It's, it's like, like that. that. It's like that. I mean, I mean, if you talk about Ridley, you talk about uh, he's a route guy too from Bama. I know he dealt with the mental uh, things off the field. Um, Adams, Adam, Adam. It feels like Adams is, is a, a two for one with Aaron wherever they go. They're gonna try and make that happen. Keep that, yeah. Keep that com- combination together. I can see that. I know. I know we can get tagged again, but I'm saying. Uh, so Todd is talking about bringing in Honey Badger as, hey man, it, you'd rather have Honey Badger over Diggs, is what he's saying. Okay, I mean, yeah. Who doesn't love Honey Badger? <laughs> Honey Badger has shown you enough over his time. Uh. Mark says Slay is his own machine, great ambassador and recruiter. I believe it, man. Like, I, it's funny, guys will come in here and they fit like a glove. Who's, who's the last guy, free agent that we brought in? Uh, they traded for him. I mean, who's the last guy that we brought in recently that's fit like a glove, like Slay has? Well, I guess, say Chris Long. I guess Chris Long. Oh, you talk. Oh, okay. Uh, you're going that far, but yeah, Chris Long for sure. I mean, bro, he's still he's still the man. God out here. Yeah, he's still the man. Um, Daniel says, "What is the most likely unexpected trade off the roster?" <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, we'd have, we'd all have to say like one, the most likely unexpected trade would probably be a trade of Jalen Hurts. People would be, I mean people would freak out. People would that you know the timeline I think I think I think Twitter was shut down. All social media was shut down. It's it, it's it's gonna go bananas. 
If now, Matt, Matt says, not Eagles-related, but interesting, Kyler Murray deleted and scrubbed the Cardinals from all his social media. It was interesting, but he, not be, he, wouldn't be the fir- he wouldn't be the first athlete to do that. Um, let's see. Shout out to LT. He says, glad I finally caught a show. I never get notifications. Appreciate it. Hit the hit that notification bell, man. Yeah, all you gotta do is hit that right corner. <laughs> Chime in, talk it up, man. That's what we're here, man. Um, Todd says Kelsey is coming back. Mark my words. Daniel agrees. Um, let's see. Adam Michael Gibson. Zach Martin went to number sixteen overall. I remember yelling at Matthew, hoping Jerry was going to draft Johnny. Football. Quentin Nelson went six, but he's a beast. Yo, Zach Martin is. I uh, actually, I was at when I was at NBC Sports, um, doing as a draft analyst. I had Zach Martin going to the Cowboys, and I was so upset that they they drafted him because he ended up being becoming great. Yes, he did. Um, Got to give respect where respect is due. Uh, LT says, can you guys do a free agent show? It's tough to pick draft without knowing what was we can sh- close in free agency. Thanks. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll definitely do that. Today today was kind of like the um, senior bowl recap and then kind of figure out what we want to do in the first round. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of same sentiments in the, in, in the, in the comments. You know, Sauce, Linderbaum. And things change, you know. I mean, the way we we're feeling going into the first round could change within a couple of weeks, you know. I mean, there's still – you got the combine, like Gail just mentioned, you know what I mean? So that could definitely change our minds. And then free agency is going to be coming up. Got the draft coming up. So, I mean, it, it's, it's it could be a lot of back and forth when it comes to all that. Uh, now, Adam said Alec Pierce was down at the Senior Bowl, right? How did Jalen Tolbert look? Tolbert had a uh, – he had, had a good week. He was making plays out there. You know, Alec Pierce, um, definitely a big him and Watson were the biggest body wide receivers down there. So obviously, um, I was checking how both of those guys did. Um <laughs> Mark G said Mark Mackley was solid first few seasons for show. Then he got injured, man. I was actually yeah, active I was at, I was at was at the practice he got injured, right? The injury killed him for sure, man. Yeah, yep. too too bad, man. Um, Dan says, "Will how we stay the course and use the three for the best available biggest needs, or do or do you guys expect some unexpected JJR Rager or big trade?" Uh, I I let, let Prime roll with this one first. <laughs> you gonna let me roll? Listen, <laughs> I ain't no unexpected. JJ or Raker, they gotta go. So you might as well go ahead and welcome back, bro. But you might as well go ahead and let these two uh, roll out. And and, and I'm, I've already volunteered to take him to the goddamn airport, my damn self. So <laughs> consider that done. Uh, if we're gonna go for the first part of the question, I I think it, it's just weird that the Eagles have three picks, man. It definitely is. Right? They, well, they, I just, soon yeah, enough. It, it, yeah, ever said it. I mean, we're not going to – I don't see us having all three picks come come draft day. Now, do you, do you, now when, when when we say this – no, I'm not going to go there. Um, go there. He wants to. Do it. No, I, I'm saying, well, I'm saying that do you guys figure – do you guys feel that after watching these playoffs, 
our franchise is feeling because it's 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 all about keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not how we feel. I mean, yes, we feel that way, but I, well, know, I, I don't understand your question. Finish your question. Well, yeah, well, well I'm saying that I know well, where he's yeah. going with this. Yeah, yeah, see, problems right there. I, I've, but, I've missed twenty minutes of conversation. Yeah, and he, that's yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying after watch after the Eagles front office and owners and owner's sons on the side of the field that we're at the Super Bowl. If, if they're watching the, the, the playoffs, do you think the Eagles front office, you know, feels a certain way about the QB position that they're like, are they willing to be patient? This is the same. I, I have the same conversation every week with someone randomly. Do you, th- cause they're like, do would you, what, what would you do? I'm like, well, what do you think that our franchise, do you think they're, they have enough patience to wait for the development of Jalen Hurts, or do you think they're ready to hit the button? Because after watching how everything is set up after these playoffs, Aaron Rodgers may be on the move to AFC. Brady may or may not be retiring, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> is he retired yet? I don't know. Um, there's an opportunity in a window. So, like, do you think this catapults them to do something? St- I'm not gonna say stupid. You, you, you just you, almost you, said stupid. No, something, something, something like a big, massive trade, or you think they uh, keep patient no. and trust the process. The, the keep patient isn't exactly in Howie Roseman's vocabulary. Um, while I want to sit here and say that I believe that this is a play it by ear sort of situation, that's not really a responsible way to GM. I mean, he has to account for all circumstances, um, especially when it comes to the quarterback position. I mean, that's the most important position on the field with you saying, did they feel like we were able to keep up with the Joneses after watching these playoffs? I mean, I'm not trying to say that this is the formula for winning, but I look at a quarterback like Jimmy G and him making it all to the NFC champion, all the way to the NFC championship game. And that kind of, to me was a testament to building up around the rest of your team. I mean, Jimmy G is an average quarterback at best. I don't think he's anything spectacular. And I think that if you just build up a solid defense, there's a reason they say defense wins championships, man. San Francisco was carried way further than anybody thought they were going to go because they had a strong defense. And so that's kind of what we've been sitting here saying. That's kind of what Prime's been saying about, like, you know, we should draft. I'd be fine if they drafted all defense this draft. We We have other holes to fill, but I think that's the right, direction i think if we go defense heavy this draft we can build up a solid team that we can win with a non-elite quarterback in jalen hurts is that a sustainable thing no eventually you got to get a quarterback yeah that's just the thing man and of course it's just like how how but this could bridge us one it. more year I, I i that's that's kind of my mode right now is that i want to be i want to use jalen hurts as a bridge this next year until and, we, we, and then we build up this team through this draft and through the free agency. And then we assess what holes we have next off season. And we have hopefully less holes and one big hole to fill in the quarterback position. No, I, I, I like, I like, I like, I like Evan's way of thinking there. Like I, you know, that's where I'm like, I, I, me, the fan can be patient. Mm-hmm. But when, when someone asks me like, do you want to know what I would do? Or do you want to know what, because now everyone's like, well, I saw you down there with Malik, Malik Willis. Would you make that? His, I'm like, yeah, his, his arm is better than Jalen's. Yeah. Like, we talk about laser, laser. Talk about having to defend the whole field. That's what you have to think about. Like, 
if there's some, some part, part of his game where defensive coordinators, coordinators now know how to defend the Eagles easily or easier, like you either have to get a some dogs out here that get separation, and that means bringing in some uh, a real like that's what I'm saying. Like you can't have like our wide receivers have to get open, open, and not just Devontae. Because once you take away Devontae. So like if they if they can't if they if they fell in love with Malik down there I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at it. I gotta be honest, man. I just had a realization. I'm I'm kind of crushed right now. <laughs> I don't even want to say it, honestly. Say it. this makes it juicier, dude. I, I'm starting to feel like, and don't get me wrong. Like I just said, how I want to bridge next year with Jalen Hurts, but I'm thinking about who is Jalen Hurts comparatively. You know the first name that came to mind? Taysom Hill. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I mean, doesn't have the arm strength. Really good runner. I don't know, man. I don't know. Wow. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we if we had one of those commercial breaks things, we, oh, we're gonna please hold for commercial break. <laughs> Listen, no, man, and I don't mean that as disrespect. It's what just like the I'm, fuck I'm, were you thinking? That's, 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 am, that's am kind I, of disrespect, man. Am I wrong? Are yeah. they not? Are they not similar? Yeah, they're, they're, it, I mean, it, it may it may yeah. hurt to hear, but am, am I wrong? Todd wants to put you in the bathroom. That's fine. Yeah. But let, 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 let's let's be real about what we're talking about here. Like, no, he's not. He's not tasting though. But what? I do. I, I do feel like, in terms of uh, the way that they're both, he's got slightly better arm talent than Taysom Hill. Oh, he's not. He's not Taysom. Hill. I think Mark, you just don't want to think he's Taysom. Mark Hill. Mark Bird said Taysom Taysom hurts. <laughs> Is that, that I think that's yeah, y'all know y'all know my opinion on Taysom Hill, man. I'm I'm a J I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. But but how could you say that? Because that's honestly how I feel. I'm looking I'm I'm, I'm how, looking at how the, the, the how the situation is being treated. What do you mean? Like, you know, just the fact that, you know, Taysom Hill, uh how much effort and how much uh they put into him being that next guy, mm-hmm. but didn't get there. The story still is, really is the story is kind of uncanny, man. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, like you're, you're replaced in a quarterback. They hyped him up to be this guy, and right. I'm not saying that. Like I, I want you, you to. I want this to be driven home that I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts can improve because I do believe he can improve. But if we're looking at who Jalen Hurts was as a quarterback last year, he lacked arm talent. He was a really good runner. He's he's an elusive type, agile player. Uh, he but he's not exactly a prototypical quarterback. It's all of those all... descriptive words sound like Taysom Hill to me. <laughs> but it's just all about the development and how much effort they're going to put into getting him developed this all season. So, so Evan, with with that being said, then <sighs> then you're in trade mode then. Listen, pal. <laughs> you're, I'm no, in, you, you have to. Be. Uh, no, I'm 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 in. Can't be I just I told like you that. what what my stance is. I I would I wouldn't mind if the Eagles bridge hurts to next year. In the same vein, I would be totally fine if they did make a trade for a better quarterback. If we're talking about improving the quarterback position, why would I say no? 
That's the most important position on the field. That's a, I, I I root for the front of the jersey, bro, not the back of the jersey. I, I like again, your I like again, your stay tuned. I like your millennial stance on that. Like you you want it, you wanted it now, and you said it. You said it with your chest. Hey, I stand by it. So if Taysom Taysom Hill was here, you like all right, we'll we'll bridge it with Taysom when we're here. Nah, I hated no, Taysom not Hill that. for way too long. <laughs> he would to, not to ever be okay with that. <laughs> he would not. <laughs> That'll be the day. Wow. Evan 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 woke up a certain way. He he did it right in front of right live on the show. I you know what's funny is that like we we're sitting here and I like it was one of those light bulb moments in my mind. I was like, damn, he's got all of the same fucking skill set as fucking Taysom Hill, dude. <laughs> but he's the better passer than Taysom Hill. I'm not saying every, he's not, every, every but like, okay, so there. he's he's whole Whole Foods Taysom Hill. Whole Foods. Hey, but again, like my 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 thing is like if, 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 if the league is looking at how our QB play is, this is why I I, I am saying. I can't see our front office being patient and waiting for if you're you're looking at these high powered offenses out here. You look at you look at the Bills and Chiefs game and and I'm looking at my dad like, yeah, my brother. I'm like, yeah, we 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 ain't doing that. We ain't we ain't doing that. And and I get it because, you know, Carson definitely didn't make that situation any easier for us. You know, they put all that time and effort into him, his development and look. It didn't get nowhere. Now, do you go and take that chance on another quarterback? So I get what Gail's saying, but I could understand what you're saying just as well, Evan. But again, you know what I mean? And and, and it's a complicated issue, too, because, like, I am saying what I'm saying, but in the same, like, respect, I don't want to be sitting here making rash decisions. Well, I feel like moving on from Hurts and, you know, making all these big blockbuster trades is a rash decision. But – like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth right now. I want a better quarterback. I want a bridge hurts. I don't know what the hell I want, man. I just want a fucking winning roster. Oh, now I want to go to another parade. <laughs> That's what you know, I want. And now, now we figured out Evans bipolar. He's got a yeah. showing signs right now. As we, <laughs> no, but but I feel you though. Like I like me and Chris. Me and Chris had this like we that was the top of conversation all the way. From Philly to Flo to to probably about Tennessee, and we stopped, and then the conversation picked up at the Senior Bowl, and then it became any Eagle fan that we saw. What do you think about Hurts? What do you like? It became this argument of like, where do you see his development? And then Chris had his his opinion on Hurts, and and you know Hurts, and Chris was more pro getting another quarterback. And kind of like, you know, if you if you like he likes likes Hurts as a player, but he was like, if you're gonna get a, a better quarterback, then go get your quarterback. Um, more mainly for passing reasons, you know, like, and again, that's I kind of feel this. I don't I don't know, man. I don't. I, don't, I definitely don't trust. I, I don't trust the front office with this Dude, situation I, I just, like, okay, the, the, yeah. and mark it's it's not so much that i'm confused it's that like i'm looking down the barrel right now after what i said and i'm i'm understanding the enormity of it because once i have that thought go into my brain that he's taysom hill he's not the guy in my mind 
and eventually we're going to have to jump on the QB carousel. Exactly and, and, why and, I said and, and our, find our... another QB. And I hate that process, man. I almost hate that as much as finding a new coach. Exactly that, that why process I said. stinks when you are in the in-between stage of finding a quarterback. It's the worst. And that's yeah. why I'm not so much confused. I'm disappointed that that's kind of what I feel like we're headed. Damn. Evan doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> I just want dubs, bro. I just want dubs. I was I was handling business, talking to doctors about not this. I don't know how to turn the damn camera on. Uh, even from London, they're telling you that Evan doesn't know what he wants. Hey, I, I think that the commenters don't want don't want to hear what I'm saying. I, if you go and truly look at what Hertz has done this past season, I don't know how you can have a takeaway that wouldn't be that I'm I'm kind of onto something here. Like, and it only took those two weeks of good playoff football to mess that whole scenario up, brothers. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just like I, I agree in the fact that uh, if, if they don't feel like this offense can, can like I'm j- I'm just trying to sp- not that we are Lou or Larry or Howie. You just like if you own the football team and you Evan, the owner, or Prime, the owner, Gail, the owner. Is this the kind of? I'm not. This is not the kind of passing offense that I want. I, no, I can get. Gu- I can guarantee. I can guarantee you that if I'm looking at this and I'm paying for it. But at the same I time, know, going with a new quarterback is a risk. No, like, like this is just no, under well, the assumption that if you move on from Hertz, we can just pick another quarterback off. Of no, no, I mean that's, that, that's not that, how it works. No, that's. I think that's exactly how it works. When you you keep on picking quarterbacks till you get your guy. And I, that's I I fully believe and stand by that. Like you keep on picking a quarterback to it's you have your guy. Like that's the one position I don't feel like you should skimp on. I feel like. But, but what's the what's the the time limit on letting a guy develop then? Well, I mean, in this day and age, so young. Yeah, in this day and age, it's like you're throwing guys to the wolves. Like week one, like back in the day, it was like year two. Year three, like look at Aaron Rodgers, he gets got sat, sat and waited for far forever. Yeah, like I in a, in a perfect world that would I, be awesome. I feel, I feel like that's also more of like uh, I don't think that happens as frequently as as the other. I think it's more often that a quarterback just gets thrown to the wolves rather than sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback for a few years and learn from him. It definitely is because I mean you had a, quite a bit of quarterbacks that sit behind Tom Brady and they still haven't even. Jimmy G stinks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They haven't reached yeah. this level, so it doesn't. That scenario doesn't work out all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, Morris says, really wanted a franchise guy here for ten plus years. Who wants to be here? I think Hertz has that mindset, but he's limited. Um, it sucks. Um, I think. I, don't get me wrong. I think that Hertz has the mindset. I think he has the leadership ability. He's got the swagger. He's got all of the intangible things that you'd want in a leader, but. Can he go out there and have a cannon? That's also a very crucial part of playing the quarterback position. Can he zip the ball in there and not just float one so that the safety can come all the way from the other side of the field and intercept it on the goal line? That's I'm, also I, an important I, factor in addition to being a leader. He's just, I don't. He's not going to develop a cannon. <laughs> I mean, the, that's, I mean, well, that's yeah. What I said weeks ago. I said no, I'm you just can't saying, develop no, arm strength. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying we're we're just talking like. I'm just saying not I'm just saying in general, like you can't develop a cannon. Maybe the 
I don't know. Accuracy. Because usually I feel like I accuracy. Five. Should I have not have come back? I think you did. <laughs> you, you did. You did. You did. You, you, you talk about smiley and hunky dory while I was talk, gone. Talk about what? Yeah. Talk. Talk. Talk about Woj bombs, Evan, Evan bombs, and up in here. I want to know who you talked to before you came back. <laughs> that's Not the person I want to see. Names. That's the person I want to see. What did you do to my boy? <laughs> now Layton says we shouldn't judge Hurts until we get some veteran weapons on offense. If Hurts and Devonta Adams stats would improve a lot, I believe, and that would free up Smith. But the other thing is, if you're talking about Devonta Adams. Why would you or like someone whose game was based off numbers and getting the next contract? You know the way our offense is set up. Why would you come here? Like if if I'm trying to get a contract mm-hmm. or if they sign someone on a one year deal, why would I come here if you know it's like a run first mindset right now? Like I mean, it could it, it could develop into something, but I'm saying. But I, I don't also think that we're like, it's not a, it's not about judging. It's that we know facts. We watch the game. We watch the games every week. We've seen how this man played. Um, we had no hesitation on calling him out on some of his faults. Um, so it's not like we're, we're all about hurts. We would definitely like, you know, Evan mentioned, we would definitely love to see him develop. Um, so, you know, I, I, we're not, you know, giving up on him. It's just, again, we're talking about, cause what we're accustomed to is what this organization does. They don't have the patience. So that's what we're we're pretty much preparing ourselves. We're preparing ourselves for the unexpected. And it happens. It can happen at any time. So that's just the thing that we're just getting prepared for. I, I agree with Durley that accuracy uh, can trump uh, arm accuracy. But there's something that you need to addition into accuracy, and that's timing. And he hasn't nailed that one down yet either. Exactly. Well, you, so. and then the funny thing is you if you look at Russell Wilson in that that challenge uh huey challenge thing mm-hmm. oh dude he talking, ate it up bro he, 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 he eats it up when you ain't got nobody yeah. coming at no. you <laughs> he's still accurate, no, but, the, but the timing of his throat yeah no i completely agree with you I I mean, saw, he's, I he's off surgery now like his yeah. hands healed i think like i the, the, the funny other other thing that's funny on the timeline is people dis- disrespecting russell wilson like he wasn't good or anything now ryan clark says that he's not an elite quarterback uh, every all I know is every time we play Russell Wilson, he is tore us up. All I know is Russell Russell Wilson really hasn't had a bad season since he's entered the NFL. Everyone's talking about how he's he had a bad season last year. It's like this dude, uh, a bad season for him would have been a great season on the Eagles, man. Like, <laughs> like I don't Ryan, know. Ryan Clark is like, don't come at me on this, uh, you know, like cornery stuff, like blah blah blah, like. He's like, I'm just telling what it is. I'm like, I'm like, go talk about Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, why are you going at Bring like Russell Sierra Wilson? He's a he's a great quarterback. Does does it mean you have to does he have to be elite, elite, elite? It's just it is what it is, man. Like Russell Wilson been a gamer. He got a Super Bowl. Yeah. Could have had two if they just would have gave Marshawn on the ball. Well, I mean, he's the one that if they would have but yeah. <laughs> they would have just gave Marsha Marsha on the ball, you know. <clears throat> oh man, like yo, Evan just threw like a haymaker. But but we did have a we had I, I forgot who brought up that comment in the chat about unexpected. And we, we that would be an unexpected thing. Definitely would get get the city buzzing. Right now it's all about hardened trade. Can we make that happen? Oh, please, dude. I'm begging. 
I got three breaking news this today, and I and I was waiting for for it to happen. It didn't happen. So I think you're about like, to drop it right here on the show. No, no, so, no. no so man, today's today's wish. the last day. No, Thursday. Mm-mm. Thursday okay. at three p.m. I believe. So you guys think yeah, this but, is happening, dude? I I actually do because like the way mm. things like the the smoke that's around this, it's like been heating up the past two days. I just don't um, like the fact that to- Seth is included in it. That's all. I haven't heard Seth. Why well, are Danny? Green, I mean, man. honestly, um, James Harden has hurt the leverage of the Nets a lot by saying how he doesn't want to play, and so he's kind of getting himself in a similar Ben Simmons sort of situation. And then he was also sitting out tonight um, again. So I don't know. It, to me, it feels like this thing's going down. And if we can get away uh, without giving up Matisse or Tyrese, which they already said they're not going to give up Tyrese, but if we can get away without giving up those two young guys. I wouldn't like to give up Seth either, but honestly, if we're bringing James Harden in, man, a superstar to pair up with Embiid, like I, I watch every single game sitting there thinking, I was like, I fucking hate Simmons, dude. Because if, if we just had one more <laughs> solid player out there next to Embiid, we would be unstoppable. I think yes. about that every single game. I'm like, why we does know. this guy have to have his head in his ass, bro? If we just put another superstar out there with him, I think that we could win a title this year. Man, fourth and sixers going on right now. No, I mean, it, I think it, Ben Simmons is Taysom Hill too. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I feel like that's been a topic. I'm like, yo, my dad and my brother, are like, yo, any any movement, any movement. Okay, go back to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we always we've been ending topics. Uh, we've been ending shows with food topics lately, and uh, I, I just have to be really honest about barbecue in the South. I thought it was not that not that I thought it was a lie or anything, but once you have it, you realize what the hell are we doing up north? That, what are we doing wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, what are they putting a sock in there with extra? That better than bagogi? Bro, they got they got they got these. I felt like a newborn baby. I was like, ah, new taste, new taste. Wow, you know, like everything, <laughs> everything that I ate was like. Yo, I, I had crawfish, and then I had like gator, which was kind of ass. I'm not gonna meet. That was like everyone else loved it. Uh, shout out to Louis DiBiase, who was down did there you, from Lockdown. Fried gator, or did you like grilled, or like how fried grater, fried grater, fried fried gator. Yeah. Um, but the barbecue had something in it. I don't know what it is. I, the barbecue I, I just, sauce? I mean, I felt like uh. I felt like uh, that's how these these southern boys get big. Have you there. ever have you ever been to Mission Barbecue? They got like six different sauces, and they're all like southern sauces. <laughs> but I mean, probably not the real thing. Like down there, what what Do was the get... best thing you had down there? Single best bite of food that you had down in Alabama? Cornbread. <laughs> I mean, the brisket was good. The the guy, I had everything. I had everything. I had. Mm. In, within a matter of three days, I had brisket. I had gator. I had something called bushin bushin balls. It's like bushin what? <laughs> bushin balls or something. Mm. It's that, which was not good. It was all right. Bushy balls. Uh, I had I had crawfish. <sighs> I had Cajun steak. I had barbecue chicken. I had pulled pork. Dang. I had turkey. And, and did you see the Did you see the I, video of him and Lou in, in, in a coma? Yeah. Oh, this is, this is, uh, you I still meat sausage. sweating, bro? I still got the meat sweat, bro. I had every, I had every, everything you could eat down there. 
And then we went back and got some more on Saturday. Did you need a W? And then I had, guess what I had? I had barbecued last night too. My first one. Because I wanted to, I wanted to set it off. Like, all right, I'm going to have some barbecue up here to make sure it's, I was like, damn. I can't believe you came back and had barbecue again. That's like the people at the restaurant that would order a turkey hoagie the day after Thanksgiving. I'm like, what the hell are you people doing? Go in your fridge. <laughs> uh, I definitely had the meat sweats. I was just like, I was like, yo, me and Chris are like, yo, we definitely eat salads for like two weeks straight. But you realize eating salads for two yo, weeks straight. <laughs> but, but you realize you like the way they eat down there, man. Yeah, butter uh, on I'm, everything. I'm kind of like problem going on down I'm, there. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Like I, we don't we don't got that down there. Yeah, we up got here. Higher life expectancy. Oh, and, and then the. <laughs> I'm not. Yo, I'm not. <laughs> oh, he went there. Yeah, this guy. He brought the work. He brought work to the show. <laughs> yeah, but but the other thing was like everybody was everyone was mad nice. Everyone was like. They everyone was mad nice and everybody loved Devontae Smith down there. It was the weirdest shit, dude. Yeah. For the most part. In Mobile, everyone was mad nice though. Oh. Okay. Bushin balls. All right, it's Boudin balls. Yes. Boudin balls. Boudin balls. Wow. Does this my man does Chris know something Maybe. about does he know something about Boudin balls? I don't know, man. It was just like I tell you, I was like, like a, a newborn baby, like, like they're just feeding me all these different tastes, and then sweet tea. Oh, little... dude, I've I've seen stuff before. Don't they like that? Shit's got like a hundred grams of sugar in it. <laughs> like, yeah, that could, tea's insane. That's definitely diabetes tea because that's diabetes tea. That yeah. thing is. I was like, man, I don't know. I can't believe y'all drink this shit down there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob says Boudin is fake unless it's from Louisiana. Dang. I went to this place called Walk-Ons and everybody was just like, "You ain't never tried this before?" And I'm like, "Nah, we don't got that up here. We don't got Boudin balls in Philly." Never even heard of it. Ooh, I did have Cajun steak too. Very nice. Very nice. And, and on that note, I think we're all hungry. Hell yeah. Uh, I know, uh, you know, if you guys haven't subscribed, liked, you, you know, make sure you do that on all our social media platforms. I know we have a Super Bowl coming up this week. Um, any big plans, you guys? Mm, I just mean, just chilling. Not particularly, yeah. Uh, just hanging out. S- Super Bowl probably, party probably. at the houses? Probably. Yeah, it's got to, uh, you know, I just moved in. So planned on having a little uh, get together with some friends just to show them the place. Make sure they don't uh, walk across the street where Car Jacker from City lives. Doing a little family Super Bowl party with the the family birthday, um, aka birthday celebration. Yeah, I had I had I had ice cream cake yesterday too. Nice, nice. celebrating all celebrating all week. Um, well, Evan, it sounds like our uh, challenge is going well for me and you. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like we won't be in last. <laughs> we definitely ain't gonna be in last, buddy. Oh, it's just it's for the weight. Down to the wire yeah. for me. It's you. the way. You've been the... clowning you, around, you, stuffing you your face with barbecue. Like you gained like eight. What, 10 what, pounds. When is when is this? Uh, oh, end? it started. Oh, it started. You know when, when does it end? When we when someone reaches their goal weight. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it should. I so think it, it sounds should. like it's never going to end for you, but <laughs> I, yo, I think I think should, I think it should end when the uh, season starts. Hey, that's I'm with fine it. with me. I'm with it. So the preseason, let's have like a hard number there. Then is it the, is the first game of the preseason? First game of the regular season? OTAs? <laughs> what are we doing? Hey, as long as I'm not fat by the season starts. That's not an answer, pal. I'm good. Just, that is definitely not an answer. Just die that shit. Yeah. What are you trying to lose? Fifty? Forty? Nah, it was what? twenty. It was twenty, right? It was twenty. Yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the challenge. I'm not trying to pounds. chop my leg off, bro. Yeah, go, right. go big or go home. I'm trying to lose fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to go get. Says to... the guy who still hasn't downloaded the walking app for four months now. After I told him, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I listened. <laughs> I even got my daughter, my, my four-year-old, walking with me. <laughs> She's my inspiration. <laughs> as soon as I come home, Daddy, you ready to go for a walk? Let's go, baby. Nice, nice. You guys look a little uh, slender in the face. I can see you lost like a two pounds each. Oh, we're trying out here. Talk about, <laughs> talk about hot sauce. Shout out to uh, the Rivera crew with the uh, the official. Be official, careful with that bottle, um, bro. Can you be, please be careful with the bottle? Yeah. Uh, I just want to be honest. I, I dropped a bottle the other day and I uh, cut myself. So I will be sending, my lawyers will be sending you some. <laughs> Way to go, Gail. No, 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 no. I was like, and the, the funny thing is, I was like, I was like, it broke on the on the ground. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to waste this. So I was just like, I, I got some of the hot sauce on my hand and I just ate it. And then I realized I cut my, my fucking hand and my hands bleed. Yeah, yeah. I think Thank you for good, the good point. sauce, <laughs> sauce on top of sauce. <laughs> Yo, oh, I, I got shout out to um. Uh, we have the Run Eagles Run hoodies that I got to get you. Shout out to um. I I'm I'm so bad, I'm so bad, I'm so bad. Come on, guy. I'm so bad. Put it in the bathroom. Maybe you think of it the next show. Yeah. Well, well, I got, I got your, I got your, I got your hoodies, and I got your hot sauce. So. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, we can awkwardly end the show again. I like the awkward endings. <laughs> you know best. what I mean. Um. So, uh, Super Bowl show. You guys, in, any interest in doing a Super Bowl show? You want to do it? What, like Saturday or Sunday? I Sometime mean, before, prior to the show. Some, yeah, I mean, we could do that. Prime's like, I gotta prep for my if Super we, Bowl party. If we, yeah, if we I do, it, if we do it Sunday, we should we should roll by uh, like latest by noon. I would say. Yeah, I got a Super Bowl party. I'm good. All right. All right, I'm I'm, I'm good. Um, uh, be on the lookout for the Talk the Prospect series. I know we, me and Chris will be linking up with some of these prospects out here like like i said man we get we got we're trying to go big this year and these are first round to second round to third fourth and fifth day three as well but hey went out here got some big fish for you guys hopefully everyone's going to uh be locked in for that hey man we're all trying to figure out who the right selections are for the eagles everyone wants to play gm on the timeline we're going to play GM on 4th and John and do our own little homework, figure out who these guys are. A lot of great prospects to uh, uh, listen to and talk to. And if you guys want to join in the conversation, 
we'll be doing those live. So look out for that. Um, any last words, Evan? I got nothing. Bring fucking James Harden to Philadelphia. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll cut the the ribbon at Delilah's for him. Whatever we got to do, to get James Harden here. I don't want to look at Ben Simmons anymore. Let's just make it happen. Wow, Prime, can you follow that one? No, I'm just gonna say, uh, you know, uh, enjoy the rest of y'all week. Stay tuned. Appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Uh, you know, look forward to Sunday when we talk some Super Bowl uh, outcomes between the Cincinnati Bengals and um, the Rams. Other than that, see you guys on the next one. I uh, just wanted to give a uh, last shout out to Chris Malley, man. Thanks for holding me down on the road trip. Thanks for putting in a hell of a job uh, on wake on the drive. You know, hell of a job on on the Fuck practice field. Um, he did put in work out there. Um, just wanna, I just want to just say I appreciate all hard work he uh, did down there. It was it was a great great yeah. event. Definitely going back next year. Uh, but that's all for us for now. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Get back to work, Evan. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.